did we just slip into some waveforms here? We've been we've been slipped in. We've been waved. Sometimes I'll slip in just to check some levels uh, as we naturally speak. There we go. You're typing away. Yeah, and you're probably picking it up. Oh yeah, I hear the so clicking. Late ears. Clickety clack. Well, I need to I need to do a little bit, you know, know a little bit about these guys. I don't no, really go ahead. Yeah. Um I mean if ever there was a bigger group of um normal forgettable faces this is the band hmm. i mean you could pass any one of these guys at target and never think of them again <clears throat> are you ready i'm ready as, <laughs> as much as i can yeah. be i suppose <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive, or a very deep dive, into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark Davis, and I am here once again, flanked to my my left. I'm flanking. Uh, my, my 10 o'clock mm. uh, by Seth Ford. How are you, Seth? I'm good. This might be a short dive. This might be a neck no, breaker. No, 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 no. There's it, no way you can do this short. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, it it, it, it might take a lot of time, but I, what I mean is that we might be a little bit shallow. It's going to take a We're treading into time. shallow waters. We are definitely treading into shallow waters. Now, yeah. for every um, for every all I want to do is make love to you, <laughs> where we are talking about subject matter... Um, I feel like some of these episodes are going to be, oh, did you know this was about something as serious as this? And then sometimes it's just going to be, what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be the latter. And yes. we're probably going to have to try and, you know, really, really uh, uh, squeeze the juices out of, the, out, of, out of this band in order to get some substance, maybe. And there's a lot of juice to be squeezed, I believe. We're talking about the Bare Naked Ladies. Yes. And the song One Week, Love Him or Hate Him. Um, this song happened. <clears throat> this song did happen. Yeah. And they happened. Uh, I'll just go ahead and come right out and say it. I am a Bare Naked Ladies fan within a certain extent. Really? I did uh, I did listen to Gordon, which mm -hmm. was one of their earlier albums, maybe their first album, um, when they had released songs like Brian Wilson, If I Had a mm -hmm. Million Dollars, mm -hmm. Old Apartment, mm -hmm. uh, some other stuff. And their live album they had put out. And yeah, I liked them all right. I thought they were quirky, eager general Canadian fare in the vein of like Moxie Fruvis and funny Canadian stuff. Right. Relatively silly. But not nonsensical. Um, you know, like Old Apartment is a depressing song to an oh, extent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of this stuff was tongue in cheek. It's all been done. It's all been sort done. Of, yeah. Pinch me even yeah. later on. Um, you know, when we were when we were uh, discussing going over this, I thought to myself, what other songs do I know other than One Week? And they had like completely left my consciousness. And then when I, I dived down, I was like, there are other songs that are uh, that, that we know about, like It's All Been Done, like Brian Wilson, like uh, If I Had a Million Dollars, which. Well, so, yeah. so this album is on this album is Stunt. Yes. Their fourth album. Right. Uh, which is this the same album that had It's All Been later. Done on it. Right. Yep. 1998. Uh, their fourth studio album, Maroon, 
which was the album after this is the one that had pinched me. Mm-hmm. And of course they have the heavy weight around their, the albatross around their neck of having created the theme song for the hit sitcom, the big, big bang, theory. bang theory. Yeah. I will right from the get go. I will say one week is a catchy song. Yes. If it lacks, if it doesn't really, really, uh, man, did you actually pay it? I know we're here to talk about lyrics, but did you pay attention to the actual music and the structure of the song? Uh, yeah, to an extent. Okay, I'm a big believer in less is more. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to create a three-minute lyrical uh, epic where, I mean, essentially there's, in the verses, there's just one chord just played over and over. Just one chord. I mean... And it's extraordinarily simple. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the song, but maybe they could have uh, dived a little bit deeper when they were constructing it because this whole song really re- revolves around the lyrics. Yes. It does. Um, so, I, I've, you know, playing in a reggae band, I've had to explain to people and reggae and ska music, dance music, and... Uh, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I, I will. Rap music, and I don't want to call this rap music. No, this <laughs> you're is sitting me. Seth is looking. This at is me, jaw just dropped to the ground, mouth agape. But just hear me out. <laughs> rap music, dance music. So I've always said there are there remain there is mainly two types of music. One is one that serves. The musicians and one that serves either the crowd dancing mm. or the lyricist. So rap is one beat over and over again, largely. Right. Take House of Pain, um, Jump Around. Right. Is the same thing over and over it's again. It's the same drum beat. It do- exactly. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that comes in and out is that sample. That screech. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, what? Who was that? I that was remember. Screech. But it was a it was from... a sample from. Saved by the Bell. No, I don't know who um, it was. But, uh, you know, there's no change. I mean, there's no change to it. Not really. Because the only thing that matters is hearing Everlast rap. Right. Is hearing, you know, is hearing whoever's, you know, rapping, whoever's... Danny Boy, the and other what they guy. Have to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, Danny. Yeah. You know, that's all that matters. And I think here, it's kind of the same concept they have, that in the verses, there there doesn't need to be anything musically interesting going on. Because they want you to focus on the lyrics. The problem is, the lyrics suck. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that the lyrics are um, catchy. And the thing that the thing that hurts me is that the lyrics are so catchy, and that they stick in people's brains. Um, and you know, you see various memes about you know. Uh, you know, white guys would try and learn as many of these lyrics as they could to impress women. In the 1990s, and I was, you know, I was graduating high school from 19 in the 1990s. And did they do that? I mean, people were trying to memorize as, you know, we'll get to the line. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna utter it yet. <laughs> that's as, um, that, oh yeah, that, you that's know what as, line? That's it's, as impressive as like a line. guy trying to learn like everything from Monty Python's Holy Grail, thinking that that will like impress a girl or something like that. It's uh, this is um, these lyrics just happen to fall outside. Uh, the front door of the house and, and and bust their teeth on the curb. They're not particularly, you know, memorable. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Memorable they are. Memorably they definitely are. But 
uh, yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot of substance. Well, really that's not. the thing that's you you remember them, and then you go, well, why why did I memorize this? This is the kind of thing that uh, who was it that would try and forget uh, information so they could make room for more information? Me. I mean, I I do. Have I, to, I think I, mean, I think that would, might have been Einstein or somebody like that right, would right. Try, actively try and forget stuff, so they would have uh, more room in their brain for more information. Well, I'm glad to say that this isn't floating around my head because uh, it it would take up a lot of, of of valuable space. Well, we'll see if we can't jam some of these lyrics in there forever. Let's go. Uh, the the song, uh, and I don't want to get too into music theory here, but I will point out um, this song is interesting in that it starts with a chorus, right? It does, yeah. So that's it's got that going for it. It's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side, and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me, saying get your act together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday you'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. That guy just spent like, what, six six bars on on describing an uh, an argument with his girlfriend, yeah, didn't he? That is a whole chorus. That's pretty much what he did. Basically saying, "I'm a whiny baby. I I I upset you, and it's gonna. There's all kinds of little psychological uh, idiosyncrasies that are gonna go along with. Uh, yeah. Oh man, this is. Uh, there's yeah. a lot. This song's got a lot of work. There's a lot of work in this song. Man. This is a man that needs therapy. Yeah, we can say right off. Yeah, and. This is a woman who is probably being way more patient patient than she, than should, she should be. Than she should be, yeah. So seven days ago, he did something that made her so angry. It's very curious to me that her reaction is she just went, I'm angry. Um, yeah. That's kind she of a, said, that I'm doesn't angry. seem like a very, it doesn't seem like something. You, you know, you've, you've been around the ladies, I'm sure. I have. When they're upset at you, they te- usually tend to just shut up. And I, well, and they I would never I say. tend to piss people off. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have that effect on people. The, the silent treatment is usually how it, how it manifests. Not, I'm angry at you. Well, and here we are, we have someone who is being. Unless she's 12. Who's being very uh, open with right. communication. Oh. And this guy is just being a, a shit. A dick. He's just yeah. being an asshole, yeah. and uh, and it isn't until four days later, um, since the living room, uh, a lot of not really telling you really what's going on. You don't know what pissed her off in the first place. Um, Maybe living you don't with know a Canadian. What he, you don't, don't know, know what he did to make her laugh at him, to make her say, get your act together, come back and see me. Uh, then something happens in the living room, and he realizes that it's his fault. But he couldn't tell her. And then he forgives or she forgives him. And then he says he's sorry two days later. I I don't understand how she forgives him if he doesn't say I'm sorry. Yesterday you'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Then why is she forget? Like, so she's just forgiving him without him even asking for forgiveness. I because usually you say, I'm sorry, usually, and then someone says... I forgive you. Oh, you're forgiven. Yeah. Usually. But she's like, you know what, I forgive you, and you're like, for what? And then two days later, you're like, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, and this is the part of the song that makes the most fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is... Uh, and and it's sad to say that. 
sad to say that that we just listened to somebody's shitty argument and and now here we go and this is and remember mark this is all set to the tone of one single chord it's just one chord and that's all it is it is man are, do we do we hate the bare naked ladies uh we don't like this song i don't think i don't like this song ed robertson who is uh still with the band steven page who sings the chorus. Which is, of course, Jimmy Page's cousin. <laughs> He's a cross between Steven Tyler and, and Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page. Yeah, yeah. Um, he sings the choruses. He was kind of like the main singer. Right. But Ed Robertson was, uh, I think, one of the, the leading... The lyricist. Uh, the leading funny guy. Hold it now and watch the hoodwink as I make you stop think. You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I don't even know how much of this... Seth, I'm so angry already. Yeah. I don't even know how much of this to this break is off at a time. Shitty song. Each time I look at a lyric, I go, these are words that are crammed together that have no meaning. Right. The song exists entirely as a vehicle for the bad chorus that doesn't tell you anything. Was this ever used for an ad? It seems like that some ad company out there was like, oh, hey, I got the perfect song to represent your toothpaste that you're wanting to push. Um, it was not it's called used, one week. I don't think it was you know? used for an ad. Um, I know that it was used for, um, well, you'll be having a weird owl made a parody of it. Thank God. Jerry Springer. Definitely the best that thing came that out ever on happened with scissors. to this song. It has been used in Digimon, the movie American pie, mm. 10 things I hate about you. Mm. And the band appears to perform it live, uh, on college kids. Uh, it appears on an early season four episode of The West Wing. All equally shallow things. The season season seven Oscar special of On Cinema, a season two episode of Schooled, the video game Alvin and the Chipmunks, and in the video game Rock Band Blitz. Uh, it is also um, uses a recurring element of the mashup album Mouth Moods um, by Neil Cesarja. I can't. I can never remember how to spell, pronounce his last name. Right. Maybe I'll try and edit this and, and nail it. Hold it now and watch the hoodwink. As I make you stop, think you'll think you're looking at Aquaman. Yeah. Making Jason Momoa proud. I summon fish to the dish. Although I like the chalet Swiss. I like the sushi because it's never touched a frying pan. There's no way to be uh, hipper and to draw the ladies in. By letting them know that you enjoy raw fish. It's Canadian sensibilities, man. Does he just not like anything fried? I Does he not like anything cooked? It's got to be... Uh, it, Honestly, it, I'm. I, it, this is just This is just so much. Are we going to like want to go out and fight somebody after this is over? I feel my broad, blood pressure seriously yeah. skyrocketing. Uh, I've never paid this close attention to the lyrics. And, uh, I mean, everything just links... A line to a line, and that's great. But unlike rap, where they actually like they it, use it comes together to mean something. Yeah, there are there are uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There are <clears throat> there are things that bind the lyrics. There are specific things in the consciousness. There's there's cleverness. There's things like that in 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 rap that that make you go that make you think and go oh that was clever that was uh, ingenious what a great play on words none of that exists in this song. Aquaman would also never summon fish to the dish. He has like an empathetic like link to animals. Yeah. So he would never ask fish to like offer themselves well, up. 
what does Aquaman eaten? eat? That it begs the question. What is he like Arby's or something? He probably eats like algae. Oh. Okay, that would make phytoplankton sense. Like vegetarian. I don't know. Oh yeah, something that would be kelp. my guess. Kelp. Yeah, yeah. He eats go. kelp. Um, now here's where we start. I guess kind of linking things together here. Mm-hmm. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Oh, see, he linked it together with the sushi thing. That was mm-hmm. that was the clever part. Big like Leanne rhymes mm-hmm. because I'm all about value. Mm. Um, now I don't really understand. Um, Leanne rhymes was very small. I don't know but, if he's saying like big like Leanne Rhymes in that she he, he's not really big haha this is funny yes because she's tiny or big like she was big successful well, you got to think when this came out came out in 1998 um, blue which was the first song that Leanne Rhymes put out was around 94 95 and she, that really really blew up and why did everybody say that because they said that she sounded like a little patsy klein and apparently i think blue was even written for patsy klein and they re- they, they discovered it and they gave it to leanne rhymes so I, i'm thinking that that's where they're saying that 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 she's big and uh that that's where the big comes in however because i'm all about value that woman made a dump truck full of money off of that thing. So where's the value come in? I, I don't, dump truck. I mean, yeah, dump truck, my favorite word. Yes. Um, Bert Camfort's got the mad hits. Bert Camfort wrote yes. uh, Strangers in the Night. That's right. Spanish Eyes, oh. a couple of other hits. Um, you try to match wits. You try to hold me, but I bust through. He's like the fucking Kool-Aid man busting through a wall, but he's not. Apparently. It's weak. You try to match wits with him, uh, and I don't, I guess you try to match wits with him, and that also means you try to hold him, uh, but I guess you can't. Gonna make a break and take a fake. Oh, the wordplay. This is when he starts going really fast. He's swinging for the fences on this line. He's like, I can do it, I can do it. This is gonna be some of that, you know, Steven Tyler type stuff. Indeed. Uh, Gonna make a break and take a fake. I'd like a stinking, aching shake. I like vanilla. It's the finest of the flavors. And I should go ahead and point out that because they are from Canada, Mm -hmm. flavors is spelled with a U, if you're following at home. Mm -hmm. Um, And and also, they punt on third down. (laughs) They do. They do. I got to see the show, because then you'll know... The vertigo is going to grow because it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver. Vertigo is going to grow. Are they talking about the Alfred Hitchcock movie? Could they be that deep? It is not capitalized. Uh, It says this is a reference to the 1958 Alfred Hitchcock movie Vertigo. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Which was advertised as so dangerous moviegoers had to sign a waiver to get in to see the movie. Okay, so there's there's a little bit of insight and cleverness that has actually come out for just three bars of this song. Three, I mean, it, it actually happened. They broke through. What show are we going to see? Uh, what, the verdict gonna grow. Gonna have to see, gonna see the show. What show? Got got to see the show because then, then you'll, you'll know. know. Maybe they're talking about their show. Like you got to come to my show. But they and then didn't say. But they don't. They don't talk about a show at all. I don't know. And it just. It's. It's. It's like. Oh yeah. Can you fill up two lines here? Um. You know. Yeah. Got to see the show. Come on out. Oh, it's weak. Yeah. I. Uh, 
Oh, these lyrics piss me off. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm like uh, on the satellite of love as being forced to listen to a bad song, you know, and just it, it, that instead of a bad movie, it's I'm I'm being pushed along. We're gonna have to clean this house when you're done, man. We're gonna have to like burn sage and exercise spirits from this damn song. I I, I was thinking about trying to compile the first verse into like what it all means, and I just can't do it. Yeah, pre-chorus. How can I help it? Okay, this... Oh, boy. All right. This... We've talked about this. How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean. Well, you soon will. Hmm. What does that fucking mean? I think he's trying to be cute. I think he's like, look at me. I'm quirky. I'm like a little. I'm like. I'm like a Canadian George Costanza. I'm. I'm. You know. Look at. Look at me. I'm. I'm funny. I'm silly. Let me tell you this. If I. If I was talking to someone and they said I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. If you can't understand what I mean by I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, you soon will. Yeah, I'm not hanging out. Tells with that guy me anymore. you're either going to kill someone, and make it so I go to a funeral with you, so I can see you laugh. Or you're going to kill me. And I don't like either of those things. Right. Why would I soon... Why would you tell me I soon will find out what you mean by you're the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral? I've known you for a long time, Mark. And uh, I'm just seeing... There's like a... We've done a couple of these shows now. And there's like a level of anger that's like just just waving over your face right now that I haven't seen in previous episodes at all. Something's happening. It's this person is just a piece of shit. This is this is the kind of this is the kind of this 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 narrator is the kind of person that clearly does not deserve the person he's with. No. And he thinks it starts off with I fucked up and you forgave me before I even said I'm sorry. And then he's like, wordplay a bunch mm-hmm. and then it well, comes, by the way i like vanilla and then it comes yeah and then it comes the finest of the flavors of course and then which should tell you everything you need to know and i like vanilla don't get me wrong yeah, but. yeah. and then it comes back to hey i can't help it if when you're mad i laugh at you um i feel bad but i'm smiling at the fact that you're angry uh, I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. She's a big Canadian dick. It's like you're at a funeral, someone's dead, people are crying and you're laughing. Yeah. And if you don't understand what I mean, well, guess what? Pretty soon you're going to find out what I mean. It's like, you know what? Are you threatening me? Even outside of the threat, I'm I'm good, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think I need to be around someone who is like seemingly excited about laughing at a funeral and getting to show it off or or show off like what they mean by laughing at a funeral it's like no 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 watch like when someone comes by with a with a wheelchair whose like legs were blown off and they have a hat that says like Vietnam vet I'll crack up it's the funniest thing to me it's like that I I don't want you to think that's funny I I don't know why you want me to like find that like endearing I don't want to see that don't show that to me. I, you know, the rest of the guys in the band, before they cashed in on this song, I wonder how they felt when he brought these lyrics out. Like, I mean, were they all like, yeah, we knew he was an asshole anyway? <laughs> well, I did see in the Wikipedia article that um, that Stephen Page suggested that he simply improvise the rap. 
uh, which they did every night. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, he started writing it and I could see him being like, oh, great. So he is- has the talent to improvise or should we say freestyle raps. But this is what he puts down on paper. Apparently. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the second chorus, or I'm sorry, I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I have a history of taking off my shirt, telling you that he puts his heart on his sleeve, takes off his shirt. He doesn't have a heart. I mean, is he? do you need therapy to know that you, you're you fucked up? Like, I don't know what happened to you, and I don't know why this woman... Yes, I would have to say that a lot of, of this guy, uh, yeah, you do need therapy to, to know if you're fucked up this for is, a lot of people. Yeah, this is the kind of guy, right, who goes, um, oh, it's, you know, I make fun of everyone, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not, uh, it doesn't make it any it's, better. It's, that's the way I, I, I do, just deal with it. Right, yeah. Just deal with me. No, know? no, I can say the N oh, word, it's cute. okay, because I think it's funny. <laughs> Because I also call gay people the F word, and, right? And I, but I also like say white people are crackers. And I've it's got like, a lot of fr- I've got a lot of black friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like no, you can't. It doesn't matter. Chorus two, because there's got to be a different chorus. It's been one week since you looked at me, threw your arms in the air, and said you're crazy. Five days since you tackled me. I've still got the rug burns on both of my knees. Sounds like he's getting what's coming to him. Yeah, now we're getting into, like, physical altercation. Yeah. It's been three days since the afternoon. You realized it's not my fault, not a moment too soon. Yesterday, you'd forgiven me, and now I sit back and wait till you say you're sorry. So is now... This, is this guy gaslighting? Uh, so I, I think I think this is probably gaslighting here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what this is. I don't know what the third course brings. Um, maybe we'll see. You uh-huh. know, maybe this is supposed to be proving that there's some back and forth. Okay. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. I we have to. Can I'm I just? Sorry. I, I feel like I need to wash before we do this. You'll have to wash afterward. We might have to take a double <sighs> shower. I, and we need some sort of ablution to like cleanse us. Where's the sage? Yeah, Fuck, man. Here it comes. Yeah, I know. Uh, chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Um, this is a reference to a, a Buster Rhymes line. Mm-hmm. Um, Chickety Choco, the chocolate chicken. D- don't try and explain from this scenario. away, Mark, man. It's, it's, it's still scenario. bad. I know. Yeah. Um, Which in scenario, it's great. I mean, I don't know why, but scenario is one of the best fucking songs oh, yeah, ever. absolutely. And Buster Rhymes. <laughs> and is... Buster Rhymes saying this doesn't sound not even remotely from bad. the song that brought us raw raw like a dungeon dragon, dragon. yeah it's yeah. still somewhat cool i mean absolutely yeah. but i mean this is you know this is uh years later and someone there's there's something that feels inherently like racist <laughs> that he says chicken to china the chinese chicken to me there's something that feels wrong about it i'm not saying it is but there's always just felt something like with with gross well with me it's every alliteration spent, sends a little wave of electricity up my spine that just makes me like like hunch forward like like Mr. Burns like <laughs> you know it just it it hurts with chicken chine Chinese ew. it's like you know it's like you're walking into a room where you know like your granddad farted in and you're like Ew-hoo. yeah a wave of revulsion <laughs> you have a drumstick and your brain stops ticking hey it rhymed man oh thank God hey, it rhymed watching it. <laughs> Watching X-Files with no lights on were Don's Le Maison. I wonder what that means. It is a French term meaning in the house. In the, yeah, Maison, I know, means the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, in the band, it came to mean, are you in the house and do you want to watch some X-Files? Hmm. Apparently. See, when this song came out and I first heard it, I didn't like it from the get-go. And that was one of the lyrics that caught me more than anything. Because at that time, the X-Files was huge. It was huge. And they had a following that was akin to like Star Trek fans back in the old days. And also akin to like, say, like uh, the Office fans today. You know, they were rabid and they, and they, and they ate everything up. And I'm not saying anything bad about The Office. And I'm not really saying anything bad uh, about their fans. But X-Files fans. I was around and I was, I was around a lot of X-Files fans. They were a tad bit hard to take at the time. Yeah, it. Uh, th- I mean, there were some ones that took it in stride and were like decent. Uh, Eric, uh, yeah, was Eric, one of them. Well, great guy. But there were some people that that just, just took that shit entirely too seriously. Probably bought into the ideas that they that they pawned off on that show. Those are the people that ended up becoming the same way with Lost some years later. I'm mm. sure. Now, I will say this: from here on out, I will say that this verse is markedly better than okay. the first. I mean, it starts rough, but then we get into a little bit more of a, uh, like a real rap kind of uh, link here. I hope the smoking man's in this one. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford appeared in a movie called Frantic. Frantic, yes. Like Sting, I'm tantric. Of course, we know Sting loves his, his tantric sex yep. with his wife, Judy. Like Snickers, guaranteed to satisfy. Okay. Okay, that's, I mean, look, all right, like now we're linking stuff together. You're talking yourself up. Right. You probably shouldn't be because you're still a gigantic piece of shit. For all the good that came out of this, I have a feeling that we're just going to just take a head first dive right back into the shit. And we do kind of right here. Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. K, I don't make films. Oh, yep. Okay. He did it. He did it. And yep. Then why are Busted then why his did teeth say on the that? sidewalk again. Yeah. yeah. Just give themselves a curbing. Yeah. Uh, but if I did, they'd have a samurai, Kurosawa, mm-hmm. of course, known for making... Oh, making one of the best movies ever. Kids, if you haven't seen Ron, go out and get it. Or The Seventh Samurai. I was going to say Seventh oh, Samurai. Just go out and get them tonight and watch them. And just, they are fantastic films. Gonna get a, be- a set of better clubs. Gonna find the kind with tiny nubs. Hmm. <laughs> what? What? Hmm. Just so my irons aren't always flying off the backswing. And then this, oh boy, talk about problematic. Gotta get in tune with Sailor Moon. Now, go ahead, because I don't really know. I know that I have friends that name their child Sailor Moon, and I do know that this relates to anime in some way, but I don't know a lot about it. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Well, I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, gotta get in tune with Sailor Moon because that cartoon has got the boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing. All right, now let's see where it went. All right. So Sailor Moon is an anime yeah. of high school girls. I didn't know that. Yeah. And this is a grown man saying that watching Sailor Moon, which is high school girls, makes him think the wrong thing. Now... You know, I'm not one. I try not to dabble in, um, you know, what ifs scenarios and putting words in people's mouths. But it sounds like this 30 to 40 year old man is saying that watching um, anime of high school girls um, gives him a hard on. 
and um, and makes him think about having sex with them. Is it wrong that um, like when Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny dressed up like a girl, I thought it was a little bit hot? I would say that's probably... I don't know if is that would be... Is it better than this? Is it better than this? Reassure me, And Mark. then I was like, I'm not, I'm not so sure. Reassure me. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it went back to shit in a big way. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the golfing thing... Here's... I, I don't know anything. came out of nowhere. It did. It was not linked to anything. Um, I don't know what um, clubs have tiny nubs... Um, I guess maybe, um, I, I have no idea. I don't, I, I, you've you. completely lost me on this one. I do know well, this. We live, me. we live in Southwest Florida where there are, there's an abundance of, uh, Canadians that come down here for the, uh, the, the one half of the year, the, uh, cooler months of the year. And I do know this. I have played golf a couple of times. I do that. They, they do have this constant look of bewilderment at everything that we do, I think, as Americans. And that that is not lost on the uh, golf links as well. I do know that about them. So, I don't know. All I can think is that this guy uh, has some sort of... Uh, there's got to be some sort of Canadian connection to golf here that I'm not getting. Because um, I don't understand them when I see them golfing in the wintertime. There's, there's got to be something. So, for what it's worth on Genius.com... And I'm just looking this up so you don't have to. It says that there are two theories about this line. First, some manufacturers of golf clubs, including irons, create their handles out of material with tiny nubs to improve the grip and prevent golfers from losing their clubs. Ah. Additionally, it may be about a kind of samurai club called a kanabo. This club, or really a long staff, does have tiny nubs, the better to bash you with. The previous line in the song talks about making a samurai movie. Hmm. I don't know that this has anything to do I, with I the samurai think... stuff. Mm-mm. There's um, no connection. It doesn't seem like there's there no is. connection. This guy's not that deep. He's not. And I mean, it, either way, he starts talking about his irons and his backswing. So I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Pre-chorus. How can I help it when I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean. You soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of losing my shirt. Mm-hmm. Now, first he was taking off taking his shirt. Taking it off. Now he's losing Now it. he's losing his heart. Means he's a partying guy. Or, I'm sorry, losing his mind. He's wearing his mind on his sleeve. Before it was his heart. And he would wear his heart on his sleeve. And he would take he would, he would would take off his shirt. And he would have no heart. Now he wears his mind on his sleeve. And he loses his shirt. So he loses his mind. Mm-hmm. His shirt made it over to the lampshade. He's yeah. a big party guy. <laughs> he He's is so clever. Pizza on the turntable. <laughs> Cheese in the toaster. <laughs> Bra on the uh, on the the uh, the fan. Vix inhaler in the in the microwave. <laughs> oh, he's a big party. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Various Travis Scott's McDonald's meals <laughs> strewn about. Just. Plenty of extra barbecue sauces. Oh, yeah. His stinking shoes right in the middle of the living room. Uh, it's been one week since you looked at me, dropped your arms to the sides, and said I'm sorry. Five days since I laughed at you and said, you just did just what I thought you were going to do. You just did just what I thought you were going to do. I know you better than you know yourself. The fact that it's you just did just makes me blind. With rage. 
Oh, is this is this another one of those rhyming things where no, you? No, no, it's when, just you just did just. But I'm what I'm saying is, is it on that level? Yeah. I mean, the redundancy it's in the just, lyrics of of rhyming every other line with the same word. Is it at the same worse. one? It, I mean, that word being right next to itself. I think so it's situational. Quickly. I do think it's situational. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you say like. I don't know, like when people put the word do right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like I do do that. Like I've seen people use that and I like it's like. As opposed to I've been known to do that. Right. Yes. Yeah. But I just you just did just. I understand that the just means something different, but Jesus Christ. Got to fit it in the meter. Pull mark. it together. Yeah. He's got to crowbar that in there. Make it make it work. Three days since the living room, we realized we're both to blame, but what could we do? Yesterday, you just smiled at me, because it'll still be two days till we say we're sorry. So, oh, wink, wink. as I previously thought, hey, it's not it's not all him, it's not all her, maybe they're both to blame. Um, I, I you know, again, without- I might have done something wrong, but it was really your fault. <laughs> Without knowing uh, I mean, specific address culpability here, you did it. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know what the fuck she did, but I mean, I don't know. Now the thing is, is I don't know if these are three separate occasions. These choruses, um, I don't, I don't really know if it's supposed to be like three separate instances, because now this one, as soon as something happens, she apologizes. Mm-hmm. In the first one, had to wait. A he had of to days. wait. Yeah, he had to wait to at, apologize for a week. Right. She apologizes right off. I think her, I thought it was like five days in. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to like go over the math of this yeah. song because obviously it'll make you know it'll it, you'll get it, more the pissed first off one, looking was, than you are was, now. I remember quite clearly the first yeah. one. It was three days that she forgave him. Right. There and then go. he then he apologized two days later. Two or three days later. Yeah. And this one, she is like, right off, dropped your arms to the sides and said, I'm sorry. Then he laughs at her and said, you just did just what I thought you were going to do. Um, then three days later, we realize we're both to blame. But he already said, she already said she's sorry. And now there's they're, they're trying to time it so that it comes out at the same time. I don't... <sighs> And then he says, because it'll still be two days till we say we're sorry. No, it won't. She said she was sorry a week ago. She said it's been a week since you said you're sorry. Listen. So it's not going to be a week. Oh, my God. Here I go again. Here, let me write It's not going to be a fucking week until she says she's sorry, because she already said she's sorry, dude. You're the one who has to say you're sorry. And because you're the one writing history, you're saying, oh, it'll still be two days till we say we're sorry. No, no. She already said it. Yeah. Then five days later, you know, or three days later, we realize we're both to blame, but what could we do? Well, she already said she's sorry. So you haven't said you're sorry, but then you say it'll be two days till we say we're sorry. Mm -hmm. She already said she's sorry. God, I hope this motherfucker caught an ass whipping for this song. Jesus Christ. I really do. But the good news is we're done. It'll still be two days till we say we're sorry. It'll still be two days till we say wasabi. Birchmount Stadium, home of the Robbie. Now explain this to me. What is? I mean, should, I mean, should I? Should I even? Should I keep this going? Should we? 
Uh, sure. It's, I, I mean, mean this is one of the most for. innocuous things. It refer- refers to Birchmont Stadium in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which annually holds the Robbie International Soccer Tournament. Oh, soccer. Okay, I thought we'd go full. A camp. charitable youth sports event. Okay. So that's that's fine. They would drive back past the stadium every mm-hmm. day to go to rehearsal. So good that's for them. fine. Yeah, yeah good all for right. them. With all the other stupid shit they've thrown in, the least they could do is throw a shout Send out. Send one out to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Not every song that we go over is going to give us that warm, fuzzy feeling like uh, all I want to do is make love to you. <laughs> and our and our, <laughs> and our next song is not going to give those warm, fuzzy feelings at all. Well. Our next song is going to be, a, it's going to be a rough one. I don't, here. You don't want to do it, but we got to do it. I We do have to do we it. I don't want to do it. I don't want the song to be ruined. Because I never paid attention to closely to the lyrics when I was a kid. You can just listen to this song and enjoy it. It's called Brown Sugar. Yeah, you could listen to this Rolling song Stones. and not pay attention to the lyrics and think, wow, what a what a fun, fun, fun song. And we've all done it. And then you come up with an idea for a podcast and just ruin it. Yeah, we're going to take that song and we're going to, uh, if you're unaware of what that song is about, and what that song means, you're going, next week. <laughs> you're going to learn and it's going to make you not happy. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be touchy. Well, well, if you're a decent person, it's yeah, going to make you not happy. Yeah. There are There is a certain portion of the population in this country that's probably perfectly okay and happy. As a matter of fact, we could say that this is a barometer for whether or not you should hang out with a person, play them this song and see how happy they get about it. And then, uh, and then you'll know, well, this is probably a friendly person that I should spend more time with, or let's just let them go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, I, I have often loved um, the Rolling Stones catalog, and there are other very problematic Rolling Stones songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I think we haven't really talked about it, uh, if we're going to do more than one song from a band. Um, well, I think that ultimately, if we're doing this for a while, we're probably going to be doing more than a couple um, Rolling Stones songs because there are some lyrics that pop up that people just haven't paid attention to in, in wonderful songs you know, that are, that are in our heads as songs that we've attached memories to that you might not be fully aware of. And Mark and I are all about full awareness. Yes. Even if it even if the outcome is anger and blood pressure just like at the end of uh listening to this particular song one week. Yeah, and uh to warm yourself up you should definitely listen to Brown Sugar and kind of remember what it's about and your remember what it sounds like and we'll tell you what it's about and if you want to look into the lyrics, you'll probably get an idea. While you're at it, you can go ahead and listen to Cocksucker Blues. But <laughs> By the Rolling Stones, too, which was intended on not being released specifically because it's, uh, you know, well, it's the Rolling Stones. I mean, they actually use that word in the song quite a bit. Yeah, they do. Which, you know, obviously when it came out in like the early 70s, turned off quite a few people. There's so many good Rolling Stones songs, though. I can't stay mad at them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into that. Uh, But until uh, until next week, make sure you're staying safe out there. And we will see you then. It'll be one week. Somewhere between my mouth and
idea wandered off. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>